You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I do serve as the senior pastor and we're going to be continuing the B series. And today we're going to share, which is Sunday, October the 8th, we're going to share a message entitled Be Fierce. Be Fierce. We're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 26. And now let's get into the service. But we'll later get into the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord before I get into the announcements this morning. Uh, is there anything interesting happened yesterday? Uh, I know we're all sad that Texas lost. Um, but I really thought they could beat Alabama. <laughs> Somebody get that out of the way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, you enjoy your enjoy your time. You get it back, Amen. I just uh, remember what my history teacher said. She she always told me history was important. And you always need to remember history. So after yesterday, I just remember what happened last year, Amen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but it. Uh, <laughs> But it was a good game, amen, and praise the Lord, amen. I'm not a sore loser either, so (laughs) I started not to come, now I'm just kidding, (laughs) amen. We have a few announcements uh, this morning. I always want you to continue to pray. As we've said in the service, we've had many families who uh, had losses, and we praise God for the presence of of Bethlehem and the priority that you had in serving yesterday, even in the midst of the game. Amen. And we thank you for that. We're going to continue to pray for those who uh, have had losses and surgeries and procedures uh, uh, Jesus said my house shall be called a house of what prayer, prayer. Amen. and we want to continue to fast and pray and to pray for 
of the saints. Amen. 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 There will be no Zoom Bible study uh, this week uh, because we are in Wednesday night service. We are joining uh, uh, Wednesday night with the First Baptist Church of Ardmore, and he wants us all to come and celebrate uh, 40 years of ministry with him on this uh, coming Wednesday. And we look forward to the fellowship uh, with him. Amen. 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 Next Sunday, uh, the Chickasaw men will have their annual musical, their annual musical next Sunday at Mount Carmel. And uh, we remember before COVID, we used to go and, and sing and we used to have someone uh, singing for us. Amen. And we're going to need a volunteer to sing this year. Amen. Amen. Y'all know I would sing, but that's not my gift. Amen. <laughs> so, but we look forward to be there at 3 o'clock next Sunday uh, at Mount Carmel in Winniewood. Amen. And I uh, want you to be praying for our annual session, 126th annual session, to which we're going to have uh, after uh, Sunday next week. And uh, we'll be there. And and we're going to come back and we're going to enter into our loyalty revival. Amen. I am so excited about this. And it's going to start on the October the 18th, go through the 20th. And we're just so excited about what God is going to do there as uh, we're going to continue to be fervent. Amen. We're going to continue to live by the book. Amen. 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 Amen and praise the Lord. So we're excited about that. We have uh, many other things that are going on and I don't want to tell you all today. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get into our series. Uh, today we continue in the series that I've entitled the B series, the B series. And this series uh, wants to encourage you to be strong and courageous, to do not be afraid, to do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you mm -hmm. wherever you go. Um, because times are so hard. Some people are posing the question from Shakespeare's Hamlet, to be or not to be. A man struggled with whether he should live life or take his life, be or not to be. And I always want to encourage, especially during these times, mm -hmm. um, if God has left breath in you, uh, you don't need to try to determine whether you're going to be or not to be um, because God wants you to be. Amen. Amen. He, he wants you to be. And, and many times when we lose loved ones, uh, it can take our breath away and we can forget to breathe. Uh, some uh, don't want to breathe. And many lose their will to live in times of great loss. But God has sent me here today to let you know that God wants you to be. Yes, he does. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be courageous. He wants you to be fearless. He wants you to be faithful. And this morning we're going to look at that he wants you to be fierce. He wants you to be formidable and forceful. He wants you to be. Amen. Right. Amen. Today we're going to see a message entitled Be Fierce. Be Fierce. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically. Stand that I will stand on the word of God. Amen. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. David asks the men standing near him. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes his disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord this morning again. We want to challenge you this morning to be fierce, to be fierce and 
We're going to look on around three points the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about a fierce request. We're going to talk about a fierce regard. And we're going to talk about a fierce reverence. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should be fierce when facing life's problems. Christians should be fierce when facing life's problem. We're going to look at this brief video and then we'll get into the word account from biblical history that demonstrates how the Lord intercedes for his people. David was a shepherd, the youngest of eight sons of Jesse of Bethlehem. King Saul and his men were battling the Philistines, one of which was a nine-foot giant named Goliath. The men of Saul's army were afraid of Goliath, and there was no one to stand up to him. But David, filled with faith and a passion for God's name, which was being blasphemed by Goliath, slew Goliath with a stone and a sling. Then he cut off Goliath's head with the giant's own sword. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled before the Israelites, who had great victory over them. An important point in this story is that Goliath was taunting the sovereign Lord of the universe. He was challenging God's people to stand up to him and demonstrate that their God was more powerful than he was. Until David came into the Israelite camp, there was no one willing to step out in faith and face the giant. However, David's faith was so strong that he was willing to believe that the Lord would go with him and enable him to defeat Goliath. David's faith was born out of his experience of God's grace and mercy in his life up to that point. The Lord had delivered him out of dangerous situations in the past, proving his power and trustworthiness, and David relied on him to deliver him from the Philistine. From the story of David and Goliath, we can learn that the God we serve is capable of defeating any of the giants in our lives. Fear, depression, financial issues, doubts of faith, if we know him and his nature well enough to step out in faith. When we do not know what the future holds, we have to trust him. But we can't trust someone we don't know. So knowing God through his word will build our faith in him. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. Uh, this undoubtedly is one of the uh, one of my favorite stories. And I'm preach on it at least uh, two times a year. But this morning we're talking under the title of being fierce. Being fierce. As we look at the maps, it's Bethlehem where David and his eight brothers was from. Uh, this is where we believe that, uh, that the battle took place. And uh, we know that uh, the Philistines uh, were close um, to Bethlehem. It's like that Gaza Strip. It's close to Israel. Mm -hmm. Their backyard. Uh, so... They probably were not taken by surprise by the army nor by Goliath. Because this area of uh, the promised land was known to have giants in it. And we're going to hear what God gave Caleb a little later in the message. Mm -hmm. um, because David was not the first one who had to deal with the giants in the land. All right. Just like it's not right. the first time many of you are facing uh, losses uh, that you're facing. It's, it's not the first time that you've lost a loved one. It's not the first time that you're uh, having to deal with inflation. Not the first time of you being concerned about what's going on in the world today. And God just wants to send me here to remind you that you need to be fierce. Be fierce. In right. whatever circumstances that you're facing, you have to remember the God that you serve in Jesus' name. All right. Be, be fierce. Be fierce. Mm -hmm. 
You know, I'm always encouraged by the word of God because we have such a secular view of who God is. And, and many times, and I talk about this on a regular basis, we think that because we have a crowd of people that we can experience more God. And that's a lie from the pit of hell because you can have a crowd of people who do not even know who God is. Yeah, right. And in this text today, we've got a crowd, an army of people who are supposed to be representing the living God. But yet they are being, this crowd is being intimidated all by one man. Hello, somebody. By one man, one man stood in front of God and his old kingdom. Hello, somebody. We don't like to talk about the power of one. This pagan man, this one man, though he be tall. The movie said that he, he was nine foot tall. I've heard Dr. Evans said that he was nine foot nine. It was this one man who wanted to represent his country and his nation. Oh, and stood out and defied the armies of the living God. This one man had them all trembling. Hello, somebody. All of the soldiers. He had all of the Marine, all of the Army, and the Navy SEALs of their day. Trembling and afraid, one man, the power of one pagan man. Hello, somebody. He was taunting the armies of the living God. And who would come on the scene? It would take another who wasn't even considered a one man. It would take another little boy. Hello, somebody. This little boy would come on the scene. This little boy, where was he from? He wasn't from a major metropolitan city. He wasn't from Jerusalem. He was from Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. And this young boy from Bethlehem, not a, a city knight, not even a part of the army, this one boy, hello somebody, showed up on the scene with a fierce request. Oh, and here we go again, the power of one. God don't need people. People need God. Hello right. somebody. Hey, God, it don't take a crowd for him to show up. Bethlehem, it don't take a mega a church. It don't take a mega city. All it takes is some mega faith. Do you believe in the God that you serve when you're facing the situations in your life? Do you believe that God can enable you to get through such a time as this in an unsaid world? Oh, do you believe in the God that you serve? Oh, the power of one. All we need Bethlehem. Oh, it's one person to believe God is all that he says that he is. In Jesus' name. And David came on the scene fiercely and he had a fierce request. David asked the men. This little boy had to ask the men who were afraid. This little boy had to ask the men a fierce request. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine? What will be done for, for, for the man that's willing to face this Goliath? What, what will be done? A fierce request. It seems like a ridiculous request coming from uh, this little boy who's not even in the army. He's not in the Marine. He's not in the Navy. He just knows uh, who God is. Uh, and because he knows who God is, uh, he could ask a ridiculous question. Hello, somebody. He could ask a ridiculous, fierce, ridiculous question. Joshua, oh, was a man that I told you before, he faced giants in the land long before David. 
and he had been wandering. Oh, once again, we like to look at the numbers, look at the numbers. The millions of people who wandered a mega church of millions of people wandering in the wilderness because they don't believe who God is. Even though they see God deliver them from Egypt, they don't believe who God is. The temple is destroyed today and many times it's the reason why the unrest, there's unrest in Israel and, and in the Gaza Strip because of a temple that God said Ichabod and would not let be built. And there's some folk who still believe and willing to fight for the oh for the rubbish of that temple that God said Ichabod. Oh, and God ain't never been impressed with a people, a crowd of people that don't know who He is. Somebody, he ain't never been impressed. We're impressed by the numbers, we're impressed by the temple. Oh, of the mega churches. But if you don't believe who God is, it don't mean anything. And it didn't mean anything for God to have them wander in the wilderness. Oh, for 40 years until he changed the whole environment. For 40 years, and it was only two, two. Look at that, the power of one who believes. Joshua's story is the power of two who believe Joshua and Caleb were the only two that would get into the will, get into the promised land. And when it was time, when God had changed the whole environment, oh, what happened in the text is, oh, when 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 Joshua wanted uh, a request, he said, "So now, give me." This was his uh, oh fierce request. He said, so now God, why don't you go ahead and give me the hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day. Give it to me. For you heard on that day that who? The Anakim. You know who the Anakim was? They were Goliath's kinfolk. Mm, all right. Hello, somebody. They were giants in the land. You want to know why the, their cities were fortified cities? Great fortified cities? Because giants built them. Hello, right, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because giants built them. Hello, somebody. Oh, but Joshua, one man. Hello, somebody. One or two that were going to the promise land. Joshua said, Lord, I come back to this point. I come back Hello, somebody. That the Lord will be with me. Hello, somebody. And if the Lord is for me, I shall drive them out in Jesus' name. Oh, do we have some folk who believe the power of one? Oh, who believe in the power of two? Who can take their eyes and keep it on the Lord and go forth in an uncertain time to go forth with uncertain feelings to go forth and not allow our feelings to be our facts but allow our facts about who God is will determine our request it will determine our prayer request and may we ask God oh even in this time for something bold hello somebody oh for something impossible yes I'm willing to take on the giants of the land. I'll take on them and I'll take their cities in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, 
Be fierce, Bethlehem. I need you to be fierce. All right. Hello, somebody. I need you to believe in the power of one. I need you to believe in the power of two. Really, I just need you to believe in the power of three. That's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Oh, this morning, and we can do and can do some amazing and impossible things. Oh, we don't got to run off to the city. Oh, to the mega conferences, to the mega churches, to feel the power. Power of God. Oh, to see God work and move in mighty and awesome ways. All we got to do is believe. Oh, like David believed this little country boy. Oh, from a country town of Bethlehem. Oh, who would come and have oh, the audacity to take God at his word. Don't ever underestimate the power of one person who believes oh they don't have to be educated at Harvard or Brown they don't have to oh they don't have to have the right education they don't have to be a part of the right family they don't have to be the oldest child hello somebody he was the youngest child oh but he believed and the God that he served hello somebody he had a fierce regard. His regard was and removed this disgrace from Israel. Hell, yeah. somebody. It was a fierce regard because of the power. The disgrace. I mean, and it was a disgrace. Right, right. All of these men, these soldiers, hundreds, possibly thousands of them, who represents the army of the living God. Yeah, all right. You see, it would have been all right if they had, had not represented who they represented. It would have been all right. Oh, if they were pagans and didn't believe standing out there looking at oh, Goliath and not wanting to take him on one-on-one, it would have been all right. Oh, but it was who they represented. Hell, somebody. And David says it was a disgrace. It's a disgrace on how Christian lives today. It's a disgrace for us not to live and to take him at you. Take God at his word. And, and, and we learned here, oh, and we learned that, oh, to believe God, you have to know who he is. Right, right. That's why we always push, we always push Sunday school. We always push Wednesday night Bible study. All right, amen. And that's why we're pushing all the classes that will start on the 18th. We're pushing fervent because fervent, in order to know who God is, Oh, you got to know how to pray to him. Hello, somebody. All right. And Lord, know who God is. You got to get in the book. All right. You say, you think you study for nothing. Don't you know? You study for life. You study for life. So when a Goliath shows up, oh, that you know who, oh, your God is. And you know that you serve a living God. When the, oh, when the giant of cancer shows up, you know who your God is. And you know how to pray to him and to see God's face. Oh, when the giant of being laid off shows up. Oh, when the giant of you being in the hospital. When the giant of your marriage falling apart and the giant of your children falling away from God, the giant of the loss of a love, the giant, oh, and the giant will show up. And when the giant shows up, he's not going to be quiet. Oh, noise, friends, because everybody's going to be looking. Oh, let's see what happens now. The doctor said, Let's see what happened. Oh, they're going to run in fear and give up on God and leave the battlefield. Oh, the choir told us, don't give up that you can make it. Oh, the only way you believe that is you got to know who God is. 
when you know who God is. Oh, that's a power that resides on the inside of you. Oh, that would allow you to have a fierce regard. This is a disgrace. Oh, for me to give up on God. He blessed me in the good times. Why not praise him in the bad times? Hello, Job. Be a foolish woman, he told his wife, when she told him to curse God and die. Oh, we can accept the mountaintop experiences. The Utah translation. Oh, but surely we can accept the valley experiences. It was the valley experiences that David had that enabled him to know who God was. Out there somewhere around Bethlehem. Oh, when he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death, he ran into a bear. He ran into a lion. He ran into a circumstance that was bigger than he was. Oh, but he knew who God was. And God helped him to conquer the bear. God helped him to conquer the lion. I told you about history and remembering history. The devil tries to give you some unsanctified memories. He wants you to forget about the lion. He wants you to forget about the bear. He wants you to forget how God enabled you oh, to overcome the death of mama, the death of daddy, the death of sister, oh, the death of brother. Oh, he wants you to forget so that you can be overwhelmed. But David, when he came on the seas, he remembers that God enabled me to defeat the bear. God enabled me to defeat the lions. And surely, I said, surely, I said, surely, he will enable me to defeat this uncircumcised Philistine who taunts the army of the living God. The bear wasn't taunting the army of the living God. The lion wasn't taunting the army of the living God. But this uncircumcised Philistine was taunting the army of the living God. And that is a disgrace in Jesus. Yes, Lord. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace for us to not believe in the God that we serve. In Jesus' name. Isaiah 54 and 4 says, Fear not. He's telling somebody this morning, Fear not. For you will not be put to shame. And do not feel humiliated. Some people feeling humiliated because of the circumstances. You feel humiliated because your marriage fell apart. You feel humiliated because you're going to bankruptcy and you got to go and get some help for somebody else. You feel uh, humiliated uh, because of the circumstance, the trials uh, that you're facing. But God says uh, today for you not uh, to feel humiliated. Uh, you're not the first one uh, and godly person to go through this. Uh, you're not the first one and godly person oh, to have to ask uh, somebody for help. Uh, you're not the first uh, and godly person, oh, I have to do some stuff that you never thought you had to do, oh, to enable you to get through such a time as this, don't feel humiliated, for God said, for you will not be disgraced, oh, you will not be disgraced, I know how you feel, but you better stand on the word of God, you will not be disgraced, oh, for you about the divorce. You'll forget one day about being sexually molested. You'll forget one day about being all in places that you've been ashamed of being. You're going to forget because God will not allow you to be humiliated or disgraced. He will not allow you to be 
put to shame. And it says, the reproach of your widowhood, you will remember no more. You'll remember this no more, what you're going through. You, you're about to lose your life over. You're asking whether or not you should be or not be. Whether or not you should continue to live. Whether or not you should continue to breathe. God says today, you're going to forget about it. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Amen. You're going to forget about it. Sharing a testimony about how, again, I was a 19-year-old kid at the Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. And I love church. I love God. I, as a matter of fact, I never miss. Dr. Evans had never had to ask me to show up at church one time while I was there. Because I never missed. It wasn't about him. It was about the God that we serve. All right. Amen. Hell, nobody ever had to beg me to come to church. Well, I never missed. But I was going through so much that this Sunday, oh, I almost missed. I was feeling so bad. I was feeling so discouraged, so depressed that I almost missed church. Oh, but somehow I enabled myself oh, to get in the house and usually when I got to the house just being there would make me feel better. Just showing up would give me strength and give me the power to go on for the next week. Oh, just being by and with the people of God that's usually where the victory was won. But on this Sunday, Oh, and I shared this testimony before. I got there. Oh, in the choir at Songs Iron Songs. And I hadn't felt any better. I had showed up. And I had never, I hadn't felt better. Oh, and I almost left before the preacher got up and preached. It was Dr. Kenneth Armour. It was his name that preached at the 8 o'clock service. And he got up right when I was just about to leave because I was so discouraged. I was so dejected. I was just about to leave. Oh, and he stood up and said these immortal words. I know your program says that I should be preaching from this section of this title and I did preach that word at the 8 a.m. service but I'm allowing and believing God wants me oh to preach a different message and he said this morning I'm going to share a message entitled what to do when the lights go out and don't you know when he changed oh I listened to that word and by the time the word was over I had forgot all about my humiliation. I had forgot about my disgrace. I had forgot about my shame. I had forgot about my widowhood. And I don't even remember to this day what I was going through because God showed up and showed out in my life because he is a living God. He knows what you need. He knows what you need when you need it. He is a living God. Oh, and he can work and move in mighty and awesome ways. In Jesus' name. Oh, you're going to forget about what you're going through. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. It's the God that I serve, and I'm running out of time. Let me hit this last point now. Let you go. Be fierce, Bethlehem. Be fierce. God is not finished with you yet. And it was because of a fierce reverence. That's what it was really all about. All right. It was about that fierce reverence. He posed the question. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? New Testament terms. Who is this unsaved person All right. that don't know God? Yes. Who is this unsaved person? And he goes on to say that he should defy. Mm -hmm. He was defying mm -hmm. the armies 
of the living God. And the truth be told, there's a circumstance in your life today that's defying all the army of your living God. There's a situation in your life that you think it's impossible to have the victory over and it's defying God. Because you don't know who the God is that you serve. It's defying God. All this sickness in your body. Defying God. Your financial difficulty. Defying God. Oh, your marriage. Defying God. Who, who is David wants to know? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's defying the armies of the living God? All right. A fierce reverence. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe. But I don't have the victory. I know what it looks like. But I refuse to believe that God is not going to give me the victory. I refuse to believe that God doesn't have more for my life. I refuse to believe that I can't triumph. I refuse to believe because it is a a, 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 a defying that the devil does. Mm-hmm. But he had the same kind of word that Jeremiah 10 and 10. But yes, the Lord is the true God. Yes, he is. Amen. Don't you know you serve a true God? Everybody else, Jesus says, is a lie. Yes, right. Every other God, Jesus says, is a lie. I heard about Buddha, but Jesus says, Buddha is a lie. You can't get to God through Buddha. Mm-hmm. All right. You can't get to God through Muhammad. Mm-hmm. You can't get to God through a, a broken down temple over there in Israel. Hello, somebody. Jesus said that is a lie. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, don't you know you serve a living God and you shouldn't let Goliath and his imps and his demons oh, and their imps oh, to defy God in your life because your God is a living God. Oh, don't look at the circumstance. Don't look. And that's what the devil wants you to do when you come to church on Sunday. He wants you to see who's not here as opposed to see who's here. Hello, somebody. Don't you know whoever's not here is not the living God? Don't you know whoever does not show up is not the living God? Don't you know if it's just you and Pastor Eta that show up on a Sunday morning? Don't you know God says wherever well, two or three of Calvin is missed? Oh, he's in the midst of them. Don't you know the God that you serve? You serve a true God. He is the living God, the eternal King. When he is angry, the earth trembles and the nations cannot Endure his wrath. Oh, Russia cannot endure his wrath. Oh, over there in Gaza. Oh, attacking Israel cannot endure his wrath. Jewish folk that don't believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah cannot endure his wrath. Over here in America, oh, a Christian nation, we say that don't live on Christian principles anymore. Oh, cannot endure the wrath of God. And don't you know this morning that you serve a living God. And that's why I can come here today, this morning, and speak hope to you and say, don't give up, Bethlehem. Don't give up on the faith. Don't give up on the race. Don't give up on your life. Even though the devil is a defiant of situation in your life. 
you think oh that it's all over for you God says it's not over it's only beginning in Jesus God says it's not over it's only beginning in Jesus it's not over Bethlehem oh be fierce in Jesus I said be fierce in Jesus keep believing keep hoping keep enduring in Jesus name I'm out of time church alright alright mighty good all eyes closed heads are bowed saints are praying before we leave today I would be remiss if I did not open the doors of the church because there's somebody today that can't be fierce because you don't know Jesus. You don't serve a living God. And that's why you're intimidated without any hope. The Bible says, I told you what Jesus says, he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. That's what Jesus said. And if you're here today, you don't ever remember giving your life to Jesus Christ. You don't ever remember praying and asking God to forgive you of your sins. If you don't ever remember praying that you believe that Jesus died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day. If you never prayed that prayer, I want you to slip out of your seat right now. And come forward in Jesus name. Is there one today? They would like to give their life to a living God so that you can truly be fierce in this life. So that in the circumstances that you face, you don't have to tremble because you know a living God. Is there one today? Slip out of your seats. I'm, I'm out of time, but we'll take time for you to come forward right now. Is there one? Come on, come on. Is there one? Is there one? I know in times like these and days, like our days, most likely most here today may and am saved. But just in case, we always like to figuratively open the doors of the church that Jesus Christ opened over 2,000 years ago. Is there one? If you're not comfortable coming forth, you can come to me at the end of the service and we can pray this prayer in private and your first public profession of faith will be your baptism. So if you want to pray in private, come and say, Preacher, I, I want to I want to make sure I got my life right before God. I, I want you to lead me in what I call the saint's prayer so that you can live a life that is truly fierce in Jesus' name. Amen and praise the Lord. Will you please stand? Let's I pray today that you are encouraged in your faith in your walk that God has empowered you and emboldened you with a will to live with a will to live out the days that God has planned for you to where you will not tinker between whether or not you want to be or not be that you choose to be in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name. You're truly worthy to be praised, Father. Father, as we leave this place, we thank you for the remembrance of who you are. A living God. Put your hedge of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger. Until we meet again, the people of God said, oh. Amen. And praise the Lord, you are dismissed. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, be fierce this week. Be fierce. 
Yes, yes. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.